0: My name is Annie Grossman, and I'm a dog trainer. I'm the owner and co-founder of School for the Dogs, a dog training center located in Manhattan's East Village.
1: School, school School for for the the dogs, dogs, for the dogs. School, school School
0: for for the the dogs. dogs, for the dogs. On this podcast, I talk about dog training, interview industry experts, discuss pet trends, answer questions, and try to communicate my love for all things related to behavioral science. Thanks a lot for listening. I think this podcast will help make you the best possible human best friend any dog could ask for. What you are about to hear is a conversation I had about a month ago with a friend of mine from high school. She lives in the Midwest in in uh, the suburbs of a big city. She has four little kids and she text messaged me that um, they just got this puppy and things were not going well. Her husband really wanted to get rid of the puppy and she was Feeling rather desperate, so I said, "Give me a call. Let's talk this through. Maybe I can give you some ideas." But hey, would you mind if I recorded our conversation? Uh, and perhaps I can share it on the podcast. Um, as regular listeners know, I got a lot going on these days. In addition to running school for the dogs. I uh, have these two tiny kids, and so I, uh, I'm looking for any opportunity I can find to multitask. So she called while I was doing play doh with my older daughter, and um, yeah, enjoy enjoy this little. So you get a little snapshot into my life uh kids in the background while i spoke to her and tried to talk her through some of her puppy problems i'm gonna make spaghetti no duck i'm gonna make spaghetti no make dog i'm gonna make a duck yes okay i'm mean, favorite rubber ducky is your favorite yes Robert, ducky my What else is your favorite? I'm rubber ducky, of me. rubber ducky. You're the one. Uh, nice. You make bath time <gasps> lots of fun. Rubber ducky, I'm awfully fond of you, you. too. You, you, boop, you. Boop, Hello? hi i'm literally oh my in my pajamas <laughs> i'm playing um i'm in the middle of playing play-doh so we're both uh <laughs> oh my gosh you ha- are you having a puppy crisis it's i feel like it's a life crisis <laughs> well i'm glad it's a life crisis that means that we
1: get to chat
0: <laughs> do you mind if i record for
1: the podcast are you really want to record that? Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me what's going on. Um so he is 4 months old. How long have you had him? We have had him since he was about 8 weeks on June 3rd. Okay. And yeah. So um everything's going really well except um this whole like resource guarding thing um so regardless of whether it's me or one of the kids or my husband like if he goes upstairs and snatches a sock or grabs like a piece of paper towel from the floor or or he gets something really special like a big like toy to chew on like a really special bone toy. Mm-hmm. Then, if you come up to him and say, "Like, drop it. Here's a treat. Drop mm-hmm. it." He'll growl and sometimes snap at you.
0: Right. Well, first of all, a separate issue, but um, but tangentially related. He definitely would suggest that you try and figure out a way to get him some really good playtime with other puppies every day. What's his name again? Okay, Cody with a K. Um, because puppies really need to play with other puppies, and I'm uh-huh. guessing that some of his, like, hey, no, it's mine energy might be actually like appropriate play if it were with another puppy. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Inappropriate, obviously, when it's with you guys.
1: Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um,
0: but more than that, puppies tend to learn good manners, uh, from each other on like how to play with one another and Uh um there's sort of like a short window where they're going to be able to learn how to interact with other dogs in an appropriate way and not be scared of other dogs especially like you know I know you're in a kind of like suburban situation where you might not be seeing a whole lot of other dogs a lot of the time um even on leash Uh you could be probably Uh guessing like can go a couple days probably without necessarily seeing other dogs on leash um uh-huh. so you want to make sure he's getting that good interaction time play time and that he's not uh-huh. looking looking to the kids for all of his social uh-huh. social engagement so i would suggest uh-huh. um you know like looking on Facebook for like local groups, see if other people have puppies, see if anyone in your neighborhood uh-huh. has a puppy, see if there's any trainers that host puppy playgroups, or if your vet knows anybody, but uh-huh. ideally, I mean, even if he could just get like 15 minutes a day of uh-huh. play time with one other dog. And okay. I, I, w- I would, I would say one other dog is ideal. He does. It doesn't need to okay. be at the, it doesn't need to be at a dog run. Um, it could just be in your kitchen. Um, you, you just make, want to make sure he's getting that in his life and on leash is also not ideal because they're, um, uh-huh. they're, you know, like literally restrained. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. and, um, also are, are you using a crate with him at all?
1: We, we are. Yeah. Uh, how does he do in his, in his crate? He, um, does really well. Like he'll, at random times like if we want to go to the pool we'll, he'll go in the crate for two or three hours and um he seems to be asleep like when we get back he goes in oh that's awesome and likes it and then he sleeps there at night so so that's another thing is you know you could try and make sure if you are giving
0: him a special bone give it to him in his crate that's or it. even his food but um The main thing I would suggest is rather than doing trades with him for objects that he's really into. I think that's kind of like a trade is like, I don't know, high school Uh level material. He's still in kindergarten. Um, You want to just like toss delicious things at him okay while he has something that he values so that means like he's chewing and i would start with something relatively low value that he has and give him something relatively high value so if he has let's say i don't know i mean let's say like do you use bully sticks with him or anything like that
1: we have some peanut butter like long sticks that are like sort of like hard and
0: like those what's are pretty special. His, like like what okay so like what's like his so, figure out like what his number one, two, three, okay. four, five thing is, and like okay. start start with number five, like whatever is like the 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 least interesting of the interesting things, and let him have okay. the thing and then while he's enjoying it i I would just say, drop it and toss him like a tiny bit of steak or something like really okay. delicious, and try and do that like I don't know maybe twenty times a day, okay, um so like. You know, in the morning, cut up 20 pieces of something, and throughout the day, just say "drop it" and throw him a thing. And it's not, you know, "drop it, Cody, drop it, drop it, drop it." Because you're not even asking anything from him at this point. You're just like pairing the word with with you know, I say "drop it," and then I throw this yummy thing at you. What's going to happen is he's going to learn like, oh, every time they say "drop it," they throw this yummy thing at me, so I better have my mouth like wide open and ready to receive the yummy thing. Okay, but but I would say do that for like a few weeks before you get to the point of um, making it conditional in any way at this point it's just about like pairing it likewise like when he's eating it. um, uh, You know, have the kids go just like toss something in his bowl from a foot away um, while while he's eating again just to get him accustomed to this idea of like. The kids around me while i'm eating is no big deal they don't take something from me they Uh actually give me something because at this point it's all about like what are the associations he's making and less about like is he learning that um you know if this happens then this happens because I'm, i'm guessing what's happening is like he's chewing his sock you're like hey drop it here's a treat and he's like screw you i got a sock like like the chewing with the sock is so much more interesting than whatever it is you have to offer me so you want to like you want to like put a lot of sort of money in the bank account of i'm not ever even asking you anything i'm just giving 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 um because when he has that like when he has like a bank account that's like you know has a hundred thousand dollars in it like he's not going to care that you're making a little bit of a little withdrawal if that makes sense
1: that is helpful
0: um so but but again the key is i think to not rush it and just do a whole lot of repetitions and of course you know making sure that like he doesn't have access to the things that like he really really shouldn't have which is like human training like kids pick up your socks
1: (laughs) yeah and what do you think about like right now we have like some baby gates that are not um secure sort of like blocking off two different staircases Mm -hmm. and um i ordered this collar with these discs like Mm -hmm. you know like i don't know from chewy.com to keep him out of our upstairs what do the discs do they're it's like an e-collar oh
0: yeah i mean i i wouldn't suggest that i mean the problem with e-collars is you don't know what association he is making so You know you have the kid coming running down the stairs and he's trying to run up the stairs and all of a sudden he gets shocked, you know you don't know necessarily that he's like Oh, the problem is, I was going past this boundary going up the stairs you face the problem of like you know him possibly making the connection of. I saw finn and I got a shock finn must be scary and dangerous or you know, or I heard the. I don't know, I heard that uh, woodpecker outside just as I got shocked, you know, I got to tell tell that woodpecker what's what. Um, So, you know, that's the main reason why I would avoid anything like that. I would do whatever you can to manage his space as carefully as possible. So, you know, whether that's Gates or, you know, a pen or you know, if he can be in his crate for two to three hours at a time, um, that's not like, I don't think for a puppy, that's an inhumane amount of time. So I think that's fine if you left him in the crate some of the time when you're around, it doesn't, you know, and, and actually even better if you're leaving him in the crate yeah. sometimes when you're around so that he doesn't start to think, you know, every time I'm in the crate, it means I'm gonna be left alone. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, and that too, you can have him in the crate um and have the kids just get in the habit of like dropping good things in the crate while he's in the crate so he starts to feel good about being in the crate i also like having a crate or even multiple crates um in the house but having crates in areas where people are so that he can get used to kind of like having you coming and going and being involved in what's going sorry there's baby's crying yeah and I'm making some killer play doh also while we're talking. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, so that he can, you know, get used to um, being around you guys, but yeah. having his own space, having a controlled space, yeah. which you know is a favorite to him too, because you know you have four kids. Sometimes he's not going to want to interact with the kids, and he's going to want to yeah. have his safe place. But he also yeah. still might want to be involved with what everyone yeah. else is doing. So. Um, in you know your house is pretty big so you might want to get a couple crates which you're not going to necessarily have to have forever these are not like permanent pieces of furniture and you know like you get crates for like 20 bucks online so i i mean i would maybe get a couple so that wherever you guys are hanging out he has his his comfy cozy spot are you are Uh you using any kind of food toys with
1: him Uh food uh, toys like um like things to like engage him and keep yeah, him. yeah
0: yeah like what is he eating and how is he eating
1: well he's eating um three meals a day from yeah. like a dog dish mm-hmm. um which and I also started like feeding him out of my hand because someone told me that was a good idea for dealing with yeah. um yeah I don't yeah. think that matters too much I, I okay. would
0: I but I would um Get some toys for him that he can really use his mouth on. I mean, in the bigger picture, that's gonna help with stuff like stealing the socks. Like he's looking uh-huh. my guess uh-huh. is like he's looking for things to do, things to pull apart with his mouth, problems to yeah. solve, problems yeah. to solve.
1: Yeah. yeah. You
0: know, he he's like a working dog, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, he's a hunting dog. Yeah. Yeah. So he's
0: he's he's doing all the stuff he's supposed to be. Doing. You just uh, yeah. need to like focus that energy into appropriate ways. So I'm a, I'm a huge fan of work to eat toys. I can send you some specific Mama. links. I'm a oh, good job! <laughs> I love it. Um, there are. What are you feeding him for food?
1: Um, dry, dry
0: food, wet food, canned. Dry food. food.
1: Dr- just dry
0: food. Yeah. So yeah. um, there are. I mean, tons of toys that you can get for dry food. Some are like we call them slow food bowls. They're bowls that um, like have ma- mazes in right, them. Right, the maze. Or, but- yeah. Or there are ones that I call kibble balls that they kind of can knock around. Okay. They're often like weighted at I the bottom um, and they can knock them around. There are ones that are like puzzles that have drawers that can open up uh-huh. and be pulled open. Um, if you go to storeforthedogs.com, you'll see okay. there, there have tons of different ones. Um, and then, and then there 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 are a million kinds of things you could make yourself. There's a Facebook group I think called um, like Canine Enrichment. Um, okay. I mean, an easy like the easiest one that you could make tonight is um, get like an ice cube tray and just like dribble uh-huh. the food into oh, the no, ice cube no, no. tray so that he has to get the stuff out of the the where the ice cubes would go or you can put it upside Uh down or like a muffin tin but the idea is to um, focus his his energy into into problem solving into getting the stuff out of a toy you could even if that's too easy for him with like the ice cube tray for example you could put the dry food in the ice cube tray and then put some uh water or like chicken stock or bone broth and freeze it um and then give that Uh to him and i would give it to him in his crate again like you want to do everything you can to control his physical space um because i mean it's relatively easy thing to control and um and it's gonna you know keep him away from um you know the socks and (laughs) the kids toys and all the stuff you don't you know the couch uh like all the all the problem areas, if you can control yeah. his space, you're gonna have more control over that stuff. And if you can control his energy by like, like his actual, um, not energy like chi, but like his energy, right. like okay. like the energy he has to expend on on playing and problem solving by making sure he gets some good playtime with hey other, mama. thank you, yes. by making sure he gets some playtime with mama. other dogs that's appropriate hey. and making sure that he's getting hey, um, Getting to let some of his energy out Mama, by, I you know, actually out. eating it up, like eating I his food, out, you know, because uh-huh. like if it takes if it takes some, like right now, I don't know. I'm guessing it probably takes him two minutes to eat his food. You can stretch right. that out to 90, 90. twenty minutes, right? Um, and then that's like all the more calories he's yeah. expending and eating it rather than trying to, yeah, you know, like chase after the kids or or whatever.
1: So right um well what about like um what about just like pure exercise like I
0: I think that's that's a great idea too I I love flirt poles um do you know what a flirt pole is
1: no um
0: that too we carry them I can send you a link um they're they're basically like really big cat toys um uh you mean you could even make your own out of like a piece of pvc pipe and um and the rope and put a toy at the end, kind of like a big fishing rod. Uh Um, But that's a nice way actually both to practice drop it um, and to sort of play with them um, indoors. But of course, you know, you have outdoor space. It's fenced in, right? At least
1: part of your space. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean, like playing ball is also a really good way to play drop it, uh, to practice drop it because, you know, you can throw the ball, he's gonna bring it back. You can say, drop it, throw that, you know, a little bit of steak or whatever get the ball throw the ball again like that's a really nice way to get in lots of repetitions or the reward could even be you know drop this ball and then you i'm going to throw this bully stick for you you know um or drop this ball and i'll throw this treat for you um but i think exercise at this point is is a good idea too i I, the only thing i would caution against like long runs um i would talk to your vet i don't know that much about the breed um I would talk to your vet to make sure that um, he is okayed for um, long runs, just because his joints are um, yeah. probably still developing. But, but I'm all for playing tug, and like I said, I think tug can be a really good way to um, to help teach them that that drop it, which it sounds like um, it would be a good idea for you guys to. Oh
1: well, wow. thank on. you so much. Yeah, yeah.
0: I wish I were there. I wish I could meet him. Is he snuggly and adorable, or is he just uh, (laughs) a nightmare all the time?
1: (laughs) (sighs) He is so snuggling in the morning, right when he wakes up. Well, he's very snuggly. He snuggles a lot. And he's not, this is, I mean, he's so great. I mean, but this is the only thing that I'm really confused about.
0: Well, check out that podcast episode I sent you on Drop okay. It and Come and the blog post and I always send you some links. Um I mean, I think um I think food toys I, I would feed him every every meal in some kind of food toy. I think it's just okay. like, it's like a really easy way to get some some more mileage out of his meals. And definitely, definitely, definitely see if you can get him some play dates, ideally okay. one-on-one. One-on-one or or unless it's like a play group, like okay. a, tra- a trainer that's running a play group. But even then okay. I would say maybe like four or five puppies maximum. I think otherwise okay. it can get really overwhelming. But okay. uh, you know, uh, half an hour, 20 minutes, even 15 minutes of play with a, another puppy I think it's going to change who he is as a dog (laughs) and you're going to be like like, this is such a better puppy to deal with and you know so many people are getting puppies right now um it might be easier than than you think to find other puppy owners um or even I mean even older dogs or young dogs who like puppies not all older dogs are um uh, or younger you know like teenagers dogs likes puppies but it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a dog his age as long as it's a dog that someone is sure is um like really good with pups
1: okay but i bet okay. i bet
0: if you i bet if you look into it you i mean i know kind of like i remember like where you live i bet there are a lot of people with young dogs right now so
1: i bet there are two i yeah. need to i i have one yeah that we play with but it's a great day and he doesn't move much i mean it's so good <laughs>
0: And then the other thing is go to clickertraining.com that's in- okay and you'll Mama. i can't do that right now so i'll get off in a second baby um you can uh, see if there are any good trainers near you i think they're they okay. are um but that's a good place to look for um, okay. to look for trainers i think you can sort there by um zip code so okay Thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm so happy to talk to you. We have to talk more. I'm right, going to I gotta okay. go wrap up my Play-Doh time here. <laughs> Good luck. Bye. Okay,
1: bye. Mama. School, school for the dogs.
0: Thank you so much for listening. And special thanks to Bill and Lizzie of Toast Garden for the amazing theme song. You can find Toast Garden at YouTube.com slash Toast Garden. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on iTunes. You can also support us by shopping at storeforthedogs.com. And you can learn more about us at schoolforthedogs.com. You can also connect with other listeners by downloading our brand new app. Just visit schoolforthedogs.com community. Hi. I wanted to let you know that I have a brand new totally free masterclass available and I'd love if you wanted to check it out. It's about an hour long and it goes over three simple things that every dog owner needs to know in order to teach a dog quickly and easily without pain, force, a major time investment or fancy equipment. When you register, you'll also get a free 20 page ebook all about what I call the dog training triad. You can find it at AnnieGrossman.com slash masterclass.